I just want us to think this morning just how tiny and small and fragile the baby born in that manger was. But I want us to contrast with just how enormous his coming to be with us really was. The enormity of what he achieved for us and the enormity of his love. You know, sometimes we forget we so desperately needed Jesus to come. It's not just a nice story. It's not just a story that, well, if we know if we know it, it's great. And if we don't, well, it's fine. No, every single one of us needed Jesus to come. This story 2000 years ago is so intrinsically linked with my personal story and your personal story, whether you know and have responded to that or not yet. You see, without him, we were so desperately lost. We were lost in our mess, in our greed, in our pride. We were covered in our shame. We were sinking in our sin. And so he came. He did not come in pride. He did not come in grandeur. He did not come in majesty and awe. He did not come in magnificence and power. He came in flesh and blood and bone. He came in human form, vulnerable, tiny, crying and in need. The almighty God of the universe laid aside all his splendor and became a baby. In a world of violence, greed, suffering and pain, he came. And in that world, in that brokenness, in that struggle, was heard a tiny cry. A cry of a newborn baby, Emmanuel, God with us. Sometimes as we forget just how much we desperately needed Jesus to come, we can also forget the enormity of his coming, the enormity of the eternal ancient of days becoming human like us, choosing to take on flesh. So let's take a moment to dwell upon the enormity of his coming. A decision made before the foundation of the earth that one day he himself would come and rescue the world he loves so much. You know, for millennia, our brothers and sisters have been left awestruck in wonder and worship at this eternal and profound truth. It's called the incarnation, that God, eternal, perfect, glorious, holy, totally other from us, took on flesh and became just like us. We're going to sing a song now that we tend to only sing once a year, often at this reflective service. But it's a song that's over 1,700 years old, or at least the words are, dated back to some of our earliest brothers and sisters writing about the wonder of the coming of Jesus, both uh, at Bethlehem, but also when we meet with him afresh 
around the communion table. It's dated back, we think the words potentially to the Damascus region, and it's set to a tune called Picardy, which is a medieval French tune. So we're really stepping back now. But just listen and join in if you'd like to. But just sense the wonder and awe that the king of all the ages came to be with us. Let all mortal flesh keep silence. Amazing, amazing words. Let's just pray together, shall we? Hallelujah, Lord Most High. The Ancient of Days. Splendor and glory and majesty beyond anything we could ever comprehend. And yet you chose to lay it all aside. And to become like us. Vulnerable and hurting. To draw near. Because you loved us. What can we say, Jesus? Other than hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. The enormity of his coming. But just take a moment to reflect on the enormity of what he would achieve. This baby at the centre. This human child at the heart of the Christmas story. Human yet sent from heaven, fully human yet fully divine, Jesus. You see, on that first night, the angel couldn't contain himself as they declared to an unsuspecting world. Can you imagine the assignment to declare this message? Fear not, for behold, take it in, realize this moment I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people all people for unto you is born this day in the city of david a savior who is christ the lord such is the joy such is the good news god is with us christ the lord is here he has come to rescue and save us. Surely he will live amongst us a life of such joy and wonder that we will elevate him to the highest place and he will rule on a throne over us all. But that is not the way which would have saved us. That is not the way Jesus chose. For Jesus himself would later say, even the Son of Man came not to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Who could have known that first Christmas night what the life this holy child had come to live? Who could have understood the echoes of the prophets of the death this holy child had come to willingly die? And who could ever fully appreciate the enormity of what he would achieve for all of us for this world. Isaiah 53 
hear the words afresh. He grew up before him like a tender shoot, like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hid their faces, he was despised and we held him in low esteem. Yet surely he took up our pain and he bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities and the punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. And so we take the bread together this morning. And we remember the words of Jesus, a meal with his disciples. When he had given thanks, he broke it and he gave it to them, saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Thank you, Jesus. Help us now to remember you and what you have done for us as we eat and share the bread together. So as we eat, let us wonder at the enormity of his coming and the enormity of what this little baby would grow up to achieve for us all. The fullness of God's peace, everything totally forgiven, healing, hope, joy. Let us eat this morning full of faith and with humbled and thankful hearts. And as we eat the bread together and share it around with those you're meeting with in your households at home, we're going to just listen to a song by Graham Kendrick that reminds us that this little baby had come to die. Friends, the enormity of his coming and the enormity of what he achieved for us is surpassed only by the enormity of his love. Greater love has no man than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends, Jesus said, if you obey me and follow me. And walk with me. The end of the meal that he shared that night with his friends around him. He took the cup, he gave thanks and he gave it to them saying, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, the new relationship with Father God. And this is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. So as we take the cup for a moment now, let us just realise how vast the love of God really is, poured out for many, for all, 
for me and for you, for your family, for your friends, for your neighbours, for this hurting and struggling world, for the people in Yemen and other parts of our planet that are struggling this Christmas more than we could ever imagine. For every hurting home, every bereaved and struggling individual, the love of Jesus was poured out. And with his love comes forgiveness and acceptance and peace and healing and a future so wonderful where every tear is wiped from our eyes. So let us drink this and remember together the one who came, the one who took on our humanity, the one who went to that cross for us. And let us remember the enormity of his love. Amen. Let's drink together. Loving Jesus, we thank you that by your grace and by your presence with us this morning, we have been nourished and had our thirst quenched again through broken bread and through wine. As we've remembered again the enormity of your coming and the enormity of what you achieved for us. And as we have been left humble. Humbled to the core again by the enormity of your love. Help us this Christmas as we are drawn again to see you as an infant child lying in that manger. Help us to hold in our hearts what it's all about. Help us to keep you right in the centre. Help us to celebrate, receive and share your love again. In Jesus, your precious name I ask. Amen.